Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Do we have a bingo call for 2-0? No, I was thinking about this today. It's actually just um, 2 20 like that. Oh, nice. Um, it's a very special episode. Um, we have a guest on. Only our second ever guest. Um, we're very particular about who we obviously invite on the podcast. Largely because no one wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> we'll brush past that. Um, we have the lovely Matthew Belton on the podcast today. Hiya. And also, sorry, sorry to come out swinging, but um, technically I wasn't invited on the podcast. I invited myself on the podcast. Well, I didn't want to say that, but here yeah. we are. We're we're actually, very I think we were all actually under the influence of making to have one, and uh, now we're just following through. No, well, the thing is, how long has this podcast been going for now? A year and a bit. A year and a bit. Okay, dope. So, only 20 episodes in a year and a bit is actually kind of pathetic, let's be honest. For approximately 11 months then, out of the past year and a bit, I have been haranguing Joseph to let me on. And then I saw Bethany for the first time in like five years last week, and within five minutes I'd asked to be on the podcast, and Bethany said to me, oh, Joseph never mentioned it. You didn't. What's that about? Did I not? No. I don't know, I get, to be honest, like, a lot of people do ask me to come on the podcast, like, and I know that for a fact there are a couple of people who will throw me up. Once this episode's out, that you're on the podcast because you'll be like, "Well, I've been asking to be on the podcast." I'm like, "Well, it's not. It's our podcast. <laughs> it's our ball." <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just I wanted to come no, it's, swinging and, and it's, find out what the beef was. There's no <laughs> beef. Good. There's no beef. I'm vegetarian. The, the the moral of the story is: if you want to be on the podcast, ask me. <laughs> yeah, and make sure you've all had a few advice. <laughs> and listen, it's actually Bethy's podcast anyway, so. I'm a guest, technically. Stop saying that. It's what? actually really annoying when you say that. It's my podcast. Take some responsibility. For uh, it. But you, this this idea, this concept came to you in a dream. <laughs> no, it did. Yeah, yeah. Did it? Yeah. I don't know that story. No. She literally woke up in the middle of the night with this, like, what is it now? <laughs> <laughs> Echoing like through her consciousness. That's a weird. Yeah, I suppose when you put it like that, it, it, yeah. My dreams usually are like. No, no, I can't really talk about what my dreams are like. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just moving stuff on. Not um, that kind of podcast. <laughs> so, 
Matthew, Matthew went to school with Bethany and me as well, Bethany and I. Um, and as I said, he's been eager to get on. Um, and I, I, you, you have brought your own little uh, cardinals. I've brought, so I have, I've, I have a litany of cards that oh. I've encountered in the past. But I've been told we're only recording for an hour, so maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what makes the cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, great, but how's everyone been? Because we actually all saw each other last Saturday. Was that two Saturdays ago? No, it was last Saturday. Last Saturday, I had a wee birthday shindig. Um, I had a lovely time. Yeah, it was nice. I had a nice time as well. But a right. very sad thing happened. What happened? Well, when I woke up on Sunday, I wasn't hungover, which, you know, is a good thing. Uh-huh. But it's made me realise something really, really, really sad. I don't think I can drink wine anymore because I drank gin all Saturday and I woke up without a hangover. Whereas usually... If I was as drunk as I was on Saturday, I'd wake up and feel absolutely stinking. <laughs> but I felt fine, and it's made me realise that I just can't. You can't hack the wine. You can't hack the wine. But, and, but I love wine. I love wine so much. Yeah, but you can enjoy a glass of it, like in moderation. Come on, I I think is wine not infamous for giving you really bad. I don't drink. Yeah, wine. it yeah. does. It gives. Me has it not got like ni- nitrates or something in it, or like it's a preservative or something gives you a particularly bad headache? I don't care. No, I've had maybe <laughs> one night where I've had shared like a couple of bottles of wine with somebody and felt absolutely yeah. gubbed. But I feel day. I feel gubbed when I'm wine drunk. It's like I don't even need to wait till the next morning. It's like I will be drunk on wine and be like, oh, I, I, I hate myself. It's I know. It's sickly, isn't I, it? I get like a lovely drunk on wine and I love drinking it. People call that like like wine wine mum like a wine. Yeah, mom. I get wine like wine drunk. cheeks. Wine cheeks. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I, yeah, like you said, I could probably have a glass or two and that's it. Like, not like go out and share bottles of wine like like it used to. No, that, okay. Well, I mean, that's, I don't think that's a sad thing. I think that's positive because now you know yeah. where you've been going wrong. It's growth, yeah. It's personal development, I would say. I'm not ready to let it go. <laughs> you, you don't have to, you're not allergic to wine. You can still have it in moderation. You just can't get. Becoming more and more interventional. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have that first sip. Anyway, the party anyway. was a good time. Good tunes, good folk. I was the first one there. Matthew was the first one there. I actually didn't even recognise him when he came in. First up, because he had a mask on, obviously, and he had his hair in a fancy do. Glow up. It's like he had a, he had a bump it in. It was a sculpted up do. <laughs> I quipped. Um, but no, it was good. It was good night had by all. Yeah, yeah good night had. Um, anybody else been doing anything interesting? No, no, no. <laughs> your like lives, your, your social lives have revolved around me for the past seven days. Pretty much, yeah. I think that was the first. I mean, that was certainly the first time in maybe like four years or something I've been to a club last week. Wow. I didn't like it. No, I don't think you would. It's very scary. It's not you, is it? No, it's no. And and the music is very. Well, that that was uh, that was quite a nice place we went to because yeah, no, it, it was, was like uh, it wasn't like dancey, 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 techno, techno, techno. It was like. You know, Arctic Monkeys or... Yeah, and it was large enough that I could find a corner that was relatively isolated and just sit with my hands over my ears and rock a wee bit. Right. <laughs> right. If you're not going to invite it to the next uh, dash... Um, no, it yeah. was. It was you're, nice. you're doing I'm, yourself at the I'm service. I'm exaggerating here. Yeah, yeah was, we were dancing together. Yeah, we had yeah, a great time. Had, we, had we, danced. We, did, I, we did the one... Bethany taught me my only dance move. That I know years, no, no, it's, um, it's point at someone, twiddle around that's giving me really big um, dancing queen vibes yeah you can dance 
This is your big moment on Wink. What have you got for us? Um, well, you're not going to like it. Why? Because it is a story what revolves around you. <laughs> right, wait a minute. So <laughs> this, this should have been uh, submitted <laughs> for vetting and cleared before we... And yet here we are. Um, so, well, as we said, we were all pals in school and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, on a completely unrelated note, in the year 2011, George Lucas re-released Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace in 3D. And oh yeah, 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 yeah! yeah. Oh my we God, went, we were all there. Yeah, we all went there. It was, it was uh-huh. the, the three of us and a, a, a colleague, um, Andrew, and we all went along to um, see the Phantom Menace in three D. And if anyone, if, if if you've never seen the Phantom Menace, it's a rubbish movie. Um, but three D lightsabers and all that. Yeah. Uh, the problem was that none of it was in three D. <laughs> I'll also sometimes direct here. This is unrelated, but I hate three D. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why I went. I only want to watch three D if I get to where those wee cardboard specs with the blue in the Yeah, the, yeah. That's, but we didn't in this, and, and hardly any of the movie was actually in 3D. It's obviously it's a post-processing conversion, so it doesn't really work. So it was rubbish. Well, you're getting too technical for me there. Right, okay. But anyway, we get towards the end of the film, and it's Qui-Gon Jinn, and it's versus Darth Maul, and it's... And the projector cuts out. Oh my God, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo, the projector's cut out. So this goes on for ages. I think a person came into the cinema and like paused the film or something and was like, oh, get it back working for you in a minute I was right okay fine movie ends rubbish movie ended badly the outside they're going oh we'll give you like free tickets or whatever to another mm-hmm. movie so we come out and we, <laughs> to, we, get, yeah, we get down to the <laughs> lobby <laughs> we get down to the lobby and Joseph marches up to the I'll get the tickets Joseph marches up to the desk is like we'll have our tickets please and they give us four printed out like admission to one 2D movie free and Joseph goes, no, we <laughs> no, we paid to see a 3D movie. <laughs> we paid to see a 3D movie. I want free admission to a 3D movie in the future. And none of us, like you say, 3D's rubbish. But it's like, we've paid more for the time. Well, exactly, because it's obviously been a long time since I've been to the, the pictures, right? Pandemic and all that. Yeah. A normal film, well, the price goes up and up and up, but a 3D film is easily like 100 and 50% of a, of a normal ticket yeah. and we were all in school so like yeah. I don't ha- we didn't have money <laughs> like we'd spent like probably about £12 or something yeah. like that on a 3D ticket and they were trying to pam us off with like student concession whatever I was not for having no he was I think you might have asked for a manager <laughs> shut I, up I think you might have done because I don't think they were willing to give us it and they were like well, we'll need to create one manager and you're like that's fine <laughs> I'll wait but <laughs> I love that this story's resurfaced like 12 yeah. years later. Oh, I've been hanging on to it. Like, if they ever set up a podcast about, you know, a specific type of money person, I'm going to tell this story. Listen, I know, but like, I, I don't think I would have been rude about it. I think that's what distinguishes me from a Karen. I have the worst memory. I can't really remember this, so I'm bowing out of it. I know, I don't think you would have been rude, but I think you were quite, I think you knew your rights. You were curt. You were assertive. <laughs> you were the I other. Escalated. Yeah, yeah. Escalated. <laughs> what does the N stand for again? No, no boundaries or something like that. No, no, no 
goes, it's your podcast. Neglect, <laughs> neglect reason. <laughs> reason. I didn't do that. I thought it was quite reasonable to say, well, listen. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair. But you know, you Wait were... till I got the papers about this. <laughs> Well-known cinema machine rips off children. Well, that's actually, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, so that kind of relates to something. I kind of worry sometimes that maybe I'm a bit of a Karen. And I think you guys are probably in a good position to tell me whether this is Karen behaviour or not. But, so I go to the cinema a lot because lonely. And I'm a lot. They give me the saddest look. There. Um, yeah, so she's, she cries easily. <laughs> yeah, so I go to the cinema quite a lot, and like if I'm going to see a film, I tell them that like my unlimited card and stuff like that. So it's like go and see two movies a month. It's paid for itself. Yeah, that, that's so I, sorry, sorry. I, I, I see it on a no- hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I see it, this podcast brought to you by Cineworld Unlimited. Um, no, there, there are obviously other. Um, cards available but I go on one specific brand and go and see as many movies as I like and like maybe three movies a week sometimes at my peak four movies a week and see everything yeah. but because of that I become quite like I get quite particular like if I'm going to see a film I want to see a film in a, like the best possible experience so, like when people are checking their phones and stuff like that Sometimes I have been known when people are talking in front of me to just like kick their chair every time they start talking it's like oh, Pavlovian wow. conditioning that <laughs> uh, like, no not, not not consistently, but like move my foot and like bang oh, off the right, chair okay, and be okay. like, I'm here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but then you actually like a toddler. Staying in, staying in the vein of uh, cinema, then you are a complete hypocrite because me and you once went to see Footless. You might have been there as yeah, well. Yeah, you would have been there as well. And me and Matthew were like coming for like I think we'd gone out for like somebody's birthday, like big group had gone out for like a bit of food at like Lavitas or something like that, and then gone to the cinema. Footloose, like I've you just done what you see. Yeah, just sit and watch Footloose because you can't like show up for the meal. And not, 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 the, the, meal not the original, the not the original on a re-release. It was the like the 2010-2011 remake of Footloose. Anyway, me and Matthew were just laughing at it all the through and got shushed repeatedly by the people behind us. Yeah, yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah, and then a woman nice. fell down the stairs. <laughs> and then a woman fell down the stairs <laughs> right next to us. Was that there? Yeah, yeah I think it was. You, but we were sitting in a room. I'm really worried about my memory. Anyway, it's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can't. I've grown as a person. I've. I don't. To a Karen. Yeah, maybe. So is it an age thing then? Do you think? As I think get probably. older, we're all but, but, like, but the thing that the thing that makes me worry about being a Karen is like there's been like I can't tell you how many times that like, the film has started being projected, and I'm like, that's not right. And I'll go out to, and I'm very nice about it, and I'm like. Don't sound like you're bothering me, but screen seven shown in the wrong aspect ratio. Is there any way you can fix that? Like the lights haven't dimmed. Or, like there's no sound ones. I think that's fair. I ain't going out. Yeah, and say, can no you turn sound. the sound on, please? <laughs> it's fair enough. Yeah, these things are fair. Like I think like, that's not. I'm very polite. That's not Karenistic. Is it not right? Okay, because that worries yeah. me sometimes. I just I want to make sure that people have the best possible experience. I think you experience. need to watch though, because you're borderline. Yeah. 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 Just watch yourself. Just check yourself. There was one time I was in the cinema and I came out and someone had just done a big pile of sick outside and the man that was standing there said to me, was that there when you went in? It's like, no, I would have mentioned it if there had been like an enormous... Oh, that's happened, not me being sick, but uh, that's happened to me before, like somebody's been sick in the cinema but in the car and it's the, whole, yeah. the whole cinema room, hall, yeah. stinks. Anyway, you go to the cinema quite a lot as well. I do, yeah, pre-pandemic. But yeah, like Matthew was saying, people on their phones talking. I haven't done the sort of subtly cross your legs and kick the chair, but I do sort of like. Yeah, I, I do like that. a little yeah. tut or a little yeah. sigh. Would yeah. you be loud? Would the sigh be loud enough to be heard in a cinema? Potentially, depending on, you know, 
you're watching a film, see if you know there's a bit of a whispering or something, an important yeah. bit or something, absolutely if fine. If it's occasional, then that's fine. Yeah. You see people who come to the cinema for a chat. Yeah, <laughs> that is quite annoying. Especially, like you say, um, I also have the um, the same... Non-specific. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, when you're going a few times a week. Um, I, I suppose, though, because I go so often, and maybe I'm the opposite of you, and I don't see it as being a big sort of treat or a big... Yeah. Um, well, I don't either. I just think it's just, yeah. it's just like... I don't well well I have literally moved before. I've like there was I remember going to see a film one time and there was someone beside me that wouldn't shut up, so I just stood up and moved to another seat and I thought that's pretty passive aggressive. That really like, showed them. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like <laughs> I'll enjoy this whether you like it or not. <laughs> um <sighs> but yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that I'm only borderline and not full on Karen. Just watch it. Yeah. Um so your Karen for the table would be you yeah. Right. Today's actually a two-year anniversary of quite a momentous, like, pop culture <gasps> Twitter moment. I know what this is going to be all of a sudden. Two, they don't sound two, they just say two years ago. Two years ago to the day, Colleen Rooney broke Twitter when she said it's dot 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 Rebecca Vardy's account <laughs> Wagatha Christie Wagatha Christie Could, do you remember that story? what a day I, it was amazing yeah it, that, I came I remember coming out of work and seeing that on my phone and I don't think yeah. I've ever been so happy I, but the thing is everyone was so invested in the story I was reading in, I was reading all these articles and trying to but figure like, out what happened I was so invested it's in the that ingeniousness story. of yeah. the, the, the plot so she made she made fake or like private stories or something that she added her to and then no, but, but it wasn't even that it was like, like she gradually. whittled them down she whittled down groups of people until there was just one person in the story was still getting hit it's just absolutely phenomenal but why would you I don't understand why you would yeah I mean we probably spoke about this before on the podcast I don't know I can't remember but why would you do that on, why would you come out on Twitter and say that like why would you not just speak to her and say look why have you been drama yeah, but that that then makes it like that makes that, that, that leaves very little room for like reconciliation because you've just humiliated somebody on social media. Needs reconciliation. Well, it's all about forgiveness, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, I'm here for the drama. Yeah, I guess if you're really in the moment and you're really angry and upset, then you're not really thinking long term, are you? That's a that that's a good point, but. Again, it was a whole plot. <laughs> this was like the culmination of like I mean, six no, I mean, months. Like, I mean, like tweeting it out to the right, public yeah. was maybe a more sort of dramatic and, moment. And maybe she wasn't expecting the attention that yeah. it got. It was. It was on the six o'clock news. No, it wasn't. It was. It was not on the news. It was on the news. I don't believe that. I think that's a big enough pop cultural thing to make it to the news. Oh, like, oh Rebecca Vardy has been stalking Colleen. Yeah. yeah. That's not. I still don't really know who Rebecca Vardy is. I just know she's Jamie Vardy's wife. I don't know who that is. He's a striker for Leicester. That's football. Football. Okay. Um, And Colleen Rooney's married to Wayne Rooney. Right. Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. Wonder if Wayne and Jamie speak. Mm. Um, Not for us plebs to know. No, and I'm so glad we're marking the important occasion. (laughs) The two-year anniversary. Observe a moment's silence. I think we should just cheers to that. That's just water, by the, the way. The Foley work that's going on in this production. To Rebecca Vardy's account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on Rebecca's side. Nah, not really. 
No. I mean, I, do, I mean, ultimately. She could ask I for her pal. Well, I actually like. Safe. Good safe. Thank you. Yeah, ultimately, it's like it's a very sort of inconsequential thing to get like emotionally invested in. But I did for that day or those yeah. two days. It was Sometimes, though, it's just nice to get lost in a little yeah. bit of kind of Theater. trivial news. We're not talking about Brexit. We're not talking about. That, that, but this is before Corona, Flashback. but this is when all we had to really worry about was like Trump, Brexit, yeah. Russia in the good old days. <laughs> so sometimes it's just nice to he- like read a story like that and just get involved in absolute you yeah. know, nonsense. nonsense. I am absolutely devastated that you've just referred to Brexit and Trump as the good old days. Like, but, but, we honestly yeah. don't know how good they had it. Yeah. Oh. Anyway... Another wee trivial thing to talk about, I want to get your, your thoughts on this one, right? So this was a story in, that was doing the rounds just on social media, like the kind of newspaper, sh- social media pages. And it was like viral footage from America. This guy has a house on the corner of a street. He's got quite a big lawn around the corner. And he's installed motion-activated sprinklers so that if people try and cut across his grass... Okay. The, the, they come on and people have to run off and yeah. take the pavement on the wrong way now um, and the article was like oh man comes under fire for cruel dispersal method or something like that yeah, he like, filled it with acid yeah. like, that's not or on like it. or you know if it was like sort of water cannons or something yeah. but I don't think a little bit of sprinkling of water is necessarily no. cruel um, yeah so there's a lot of people in the comments being like um, it's not cruel it's brilliant don't trespass and you won't get wet <laughs> Um, they shouldn't walk across it but after saying that it's such a big area of grass perhaps they think it's a public area <laughs> maybe put some shrubs in so that the garden I've never seen so it looks like a garden gra- and it's very bland I've never seen a patch of grass in front of a house and going well maybe that's public land <laughs> that's not how it works I bet the kids do it on purpose would be a great laugh that's not that funny is it I, I just love though how like it just shows how like polarising social media is that something a, like a news story like this can create so much divide yeah. and hatred this guy's is very he put a sprinkler in his garden that's the story and, it, and you know there's already all these like hundreds of comments like you said it was all over yeah did you say it's America? yeah I think so, so we are in Glasgow talking Tom, about it yeah. on the podcast <laughs> Um, a man sprinkler <laughs> but like it's then, then people are getting you know very neighbourhood watching like you know talking about upbringing here like someone's like what's cruel about turning on water on your property he has every right to protect his lawn from trespassers <laughs> <laughs> come on it's, it's school kids somebody else I love it it's disrespectful to walk on someone's yard without permission I was raised right selfish people <laughs> selfish people cutting across this me society makes me sick <laughs> Yeah, this is really um, that is taken a step further again. His property makes him legally responsible for anything that happens on it. Should some kid trip and fall in his yard and is hurt, without a doubt, parents would be trying to sue him. A bit of water seems like a rather benign deterrent. <laughs> so she, th- th- weirdly, th- th- that person seems to be simultaneously making the argument for not doing it and also. Having much deadlier <laughs> deterrent. It's like I think water is wrong. Like I would have saw blades that pop out of the ground. <laughs> How badly hurt can you get by falling on grass anyway? Like Right, so here's somebody else. This guy obviously is a is a keen gardener as well. I like it. Wish I had thought of it. 
People would walk their dogs through our yard or even past it and let them do their business and just leave it. Other dogs would smell it and do the same. <laughs> People just don't care. Even when confronted face to face, they will continue to do it. This is just a minor inconvenience and a reminder. Lawn care, now, ain't this the truth? Lawn care is many hours of tedious work, and if you can't appreciate it from afar like you would a rose bush, you are the problem. <laughs> what about a fence? Yeah, that would get some because he's like, I saw like the video. He's like, on a road, like surely a fence or a big bush would be the best of both yeah. worlds. A bit of privacy, you could have like a wee bit of decade. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at the big bush. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> you could have a bit of privacy, a bit of decking, wee barbecue. See, ah, my god, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, there's a really like like I was saying, you know stories like this for some reason just bring out the worst in people where yeah. really the the you know the truth or the right thing is somewhere in the middle it's a sort of grey area like people shouldn't be walking in this grass yeah you know it's sprinkled a bit much you know maybe but it, it's and also it's like it's a relatively like I, again it's a relatively <laughs> innocuous story yeah. that doesn't impact on the lives of anyone that is but people are like, I was raised right. <laughs> I know, it's like, a, I think they're like assassinating the no character of these kids that are just like nipping across someone's grass. There's no some, respect. The, the street I grew up in, there's somebody like that, they've got like a big, huge lawn on the corner and people, and there's no pavement, so people do just walk right. on the bottom of their, uh-huh. and it's kind of mine, they walk on it. It is a shame because they don't have any grass there now because people walk on it. Right. But what they did was they dug a wee kind of ditch, maybe like a, a, couple, of, a couple of, yeah, a couple of feet up and pl- planted some nice plants in it so there was still a wee bit for people to walk on yeah. and you could in- still in- enjoy a lovely garden. <laughs> right, Karen, please, let's be having you. I think we'll do it the same as last week where I've got a few comments and maybe we can pick yeah, that's our favourite. Sorry, I've actually just noticed that Matthew's sitting with a bag of High heels. They're not mine. Oh yeah. I didn't bring They're actually from last Saturday. I've got three pairs of high heels there. If, are you, if, are you, are you looking? No. <laughs> okay. What size though? Um, <laughs> what do you see? You've got a nude pair uh, from Office. Oh, they'll be expensive. How do you ladies do it, by the way? Look at the angle of that. Look at that. I know. It's not just ladies who wear high heels. Boys who come Sorry, on. how do people do it? Uh, they are a size 39. Oh, that's a six. My size. Not mine. Uh, we've got a chunky heel velvet. Oh, they'll be a bit... Um, it's from... <laughs> chunky heel velvet. A new look, a size seven. Mm-hmm. Is nice. that what they put in? Yeah, they would, yeah. Six or seven. Come on, we've got a strapping number. Oh, a square toe MNG. Nice mango. I'm like, glad I've got that out of the way. Okay, sorry, that just distracted me, but now we can, we can go now. Okay, so I think we'll do it like we did last week. Um, I've got a story and a few comments, and we can pick our favourite. Um, I think I've already got mine, but we'll discuss. Okay. So the comments are under a story in the Daily Express. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever done the Daily Express before. Usually it's like the Sun, Daily Mail, all those sort of publications. Yeah, magazines. it doesn't jump out at me. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe this is a first. First time for everything. So it's a story about Strictly Come Dancing and the same sex dance with um, Johannes and John, I forget his name, from Bake Off. John so from Bake Off. 
John Wayne. I don't know how you pronounce it. John Wayne. No. <laughs> It's Johannes Ernst. I've made a Victoria sponge cake. <laughs> Their names are really not that important, but it's... We've just, gone full circle here. We did this yeah. before. It was last year. It was the boxer, Nicola... Adams. Adams. But her time on Strictly was short-lived because of COVID. Um, so the homophobic <laughs> complaints and comments... Uh, they never really got into full swing. They never got into full swing. Yeah. Um, they never really got going. It's a shame they kind of... <laughs> Yeah, so the same-sex couple from this year are two men, and as expected, the um, homophobes are emerging. So we've got some comments here. This one is from Ian. Hi, Ian. Thanks for writing in. (laughs) That's our job. uh. (laughs) Typical BBC, trying to be politically correct at all times. Wouldn't be surprised if they've told them they'll win so they get your money on them BBC corruption. Oh, I'm going to read that out. <laughs> I don't know if that was him not making sense yeah. or Bethany stumbling. A bit of both. I'm going to read that again. Typical BBC trying to be politically correct at all times. Wouldn't be surprised if the BBC have told them they'll win so get your money on them. Oh, there's just not a lot of punctuation on this. Ah... Normally their sentence structure is really this good. Is this is awful, just letting let right. it down. Right, okay. Wouldn't be surprised if the BBC have told them they'll win. So get your money on them. No. And then there's a sentence with BBC corruption. Oh, so Ian has combined sort of homophobic prejudice with sort of betting tips. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we often see this with people. It's, I mean, this could be a, maybe an argument that the BBC is pretty good because people of all political persuasions seem to think that the BBC is either corrupt or biased. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. So maybe that's a, a sign that they're not. Yeah. If every Literally politi- everyone thinks the BBC is biased in the opposite direction to that. Yeah. It's, um, it's um, I mean, I do think it is biased, but I, th- I think it's like a government um, propaganda machine. But then you have people like that who... I can't guess his political stance. Joseph illustrating the point. Like but, for being, <laughs> but for being like progressive, they also get slated. Like I don't think you should get slated for being progressive, obviously. David is a really um, simple comment. Refuse to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so da- hang on a minute. David has been fine up until now with watching a weekly dancing show in which yep. celebrities do the tango and stuff. Which is admittedly like you know flamboyant yeah. and a bit camp. Yeah. So like, so, but so this is the two gay men dancing together. That's a bridge too far. Yeah, refuse to watch. And actually, I, I have seen the dance, and it was probably like the least camp. You know, mm. it was a very sort of demure. They were in black compared to like you see others yeah. strictly with their in sequins and feathers and, and everything. Arriba. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty. Can you have it? Demure, what does demure mean? Sad? Can you have a Not sad demure, but dance? It was, just, it was yeah. very sort of more serious. I wonder if that yeah. was on purpose because. But that's a shame they're having to restrict themselves. Well, that's what yes. I'm thinking, but maybe for the first one, like you say, for people like um, Ian and David, who yeah. it's too much for them to see two men dancing. There's already a woman doctor. They don't want two gay people on Strictly. Exactly. So I think if there was a woman two men. Do- Oh, Doctor Who? Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, you need to speak in the parlance of the layman. You're not, you're not, you're a bit of a nerd, as I was saying about that Star Wars watch over I there. Do, I'm wearing a, an Obi-Wan Kenobi, I, I was going to say memorial watch, but memorial, he's not dead. Why is that? Yeah, so it would be too much if the, 
if two men also yeah. had sequins and glitter yeah, and yeah. diamantes and like a wee bat. Because, because they would be like, like feeling their flight up to the yeah. stereotype. Yeah. Uh, yeah, potentially. I did see one comment when I was kind of looking through as well saying, you know, Nicola Adams, that like last year kind of laid a little bit of groundwork because they were saying that they watched Strictly with their mum and they were, their mum was saying they wouldn't watch Strictly because there was two women dancing yeah. together. Um, but then this year have watched it and said oh about the two guys oh they were very good or something but again yeah. that's just you know somebody on twitter that could yeah. be completely false but yeah. right. but when you're just when you saying that there um how sad is that though that there will be people who are watching it with their parents who are maybe gay and they've not told anyone or they're maybe not sure and their parents have come out and said that that's just yeah. going to you know they're it'd be awful we have janet here janet. planet planet janet they were good but I'm not keen. She's acknowledged there's talent there. Yeah, but, but not keen on what? She's not laughing. Well, we're not making hazard, I guess. <laughs> we're, not, we're not asking you to be gay, Janet. <laughs> no, I, I sent a letter to Janet. <laughs> Janet, would you consider joining, joining up? <laughs> joining our group. Somewhat a bit of redemption because she has acknowledged yeah. that we're good at dancing together. Is it redemption? I don't. I, I, I think if you're a homophobe, I don't want your opinions on dance. <laughs> I think the fact you're a homophobe and a bigot, you're automatically closed off to me as a person. Yeah, yeah. I don't think At so. Least, yeah. It's like you, your admiration for the two step is not enough to, to get over that hurdle of like, yeah. you know, being a bigot. It's funny that I've never thought about it in terms of like strictly being a very camp program, yeah. which. A lot of people who work in musical theatre yeah. and media and television, and it's a more, not saying, that, but it's more open to, yeah. in terms of other industries, yeah. um, I'd say it's more... More to, diverse and accepting yes. yeah, industry. And I, I think that's probably the reason why you, you see more representation in is because people see it as a place that they can go to and feel comfortable and accepted and that they just sort of naturally gravitate towards it, I would, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true. But also, I'm kind of, I'm interested, because I don't, I don't care at all about Strictly, it just, it doesn't, I, you know, I, I, there's nothing original I can say about it, but it just doesn't impact on me. But then when you see people who are like, oh, why do we need a, you know, a gay, why do we need a lesbian couple, why do we need X and why do we need Y, it's, it's exactly the thing that you're talking about, of people sitting and watching it at home with their parents and stuff like that, and this sort of gentle introduction of representation yeah representation yeah. is gonna make a difference mm-hmm. over the you know over you know whether it's over the course of the next five years ten years or something like that. if there is a gay couple or a lesbian couple or both preferably every year yeah then it's small steps and like that why do we need a, a lesbian gay, gay couple why do we need any, any couple yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. why we don't need strictly at all yeah. it's an entertainment <laughs> program yes. i know like human beings have probably been dancing <laughs> to something since the dawn of bloody time like I, I, I don't think we need to start defining dance as you know one man one woman i hope like anything though it's like you know we're talking about this now but maybe in a few years time it'll just be the, the so. norm and, yeah. I, and i hope it is gina just said stopped watching full stop <laughs> that's so sad that's just so sad though like, like that you're of gay people is yeah that your that your life is so you or your your you know your identity is so fragile that you know your one of your favorite programs you you just stop watching it because yeah I just find it really hard to get I mean to 
get into that mindset? Like, what when I'm watching my dancing programmes, I don't want to remember that gay people exist and the forced oh. representation of them. It's, yeah, it's, it's that weird. very sort of, um, you know, idea that's churned out a lot. You know, I'm not homophobic. Yeah, but. 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 I, no in front of me. I don't uh, want yeah, to exactly, flung yeah. in my face. And by flung in your face, they just gay people existing, existing yeah, and living. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's not... But I think that's like gay people being camp or gay people yeah. being outwardly and more too loud, work, too yeah. camp, yeah. too extravagant, too noticeable, too bitchy. Yeah. Or what is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. But I'm sure we've all heard that stuff, you know, over and over again. It's like yeah, it's all. It doesn't matter how politely you put it and how many disclaimers you add on top of it. It's still ultimately. I know it's, it's weird that people still speak like that in this day and age. It's like you, you know, why? Also, why would people? Why would you? If you do have those opinions, right? Okay, so first of all, we need to accept that that person has those views, but we don't have to accept it. But yeah. we have to be like, okay, that that is, is that is that 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 is that person's mentality, right? Why do you then go and put it in the public domain to yeah. be picked out as? easily identified as somebody who's very clearly bigoted or homophobic. Yeah. I don't understand the, the thought process behind that part as well. I think that, I, I, I don't know, I obviously can't speak for everyone, but I think for some people it may be that because they don't see anyone around them contending that, so there's no immediate yeah. consequences for them. It's like nobody's going to stop talking to them or anything like that. I think people underestimate how widespread sort of homophobia and that sort of thing still is. Yeah, it's still, especially you know, because it's... it's often not so overt, it's very kind of underlying. Yeah, it's like that, that it's exactly like you're saying, it's like, I don't have a problem with gay people, but it's (laughs) like, they they don't think they're homophobes, and and the people around them don't think they're homophobes. Yeah, so they're quite happy to put those comments on a public platform, because they don't think it's wrong. But also, what do they think that but means? Like, that but means you're about to introduce an opposite, so I don't have a problem with gay people, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) say they're my favourite might be Gina just short and sweet stop watching was that it stop no watching. Gina was they were good yeah that's what I like I was going yeah. to say yeah we do have Ian who did, thinks the BBC is corrupt and you should get your money on them winning obviously like Joseph agrees with Ian yeah. right? no, but the do-gooders of the BBC what, 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 has, what has two male dancers got to do with BBC corruption like I don't understand <laughs> they're trying to be politically correct at all times Gina stopped watching what did Janet say David refused to watch and Janet says, they were good, but I'm not keen. I did, I'm I going like for Janet, that. because going, she's yeah. like, keen on what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I'd, like, I'd love to ask her that question and watch her sort of try and work her way around of not saying, not keen on gays. Keen on, not keen on the two actual people as people, not keen yeah. on the concept. Not keen, on, like not, not, not keen not on keen on Bake Off. Not keen on gay people. Yeah. I think I have to go for Janet. Janet, yeah. I think yeah. we're all... Well, congrats. It's Janet's planet and we're all living on it. <laughs> I think that rounds up this that rounds up episode nicely. Yeah, I have had a fabulous time. Thank you for having me. Well, on. thanks for coming on, Matthew. Thanks for exposing me. Thanks for... Said, said through gritted teeth. Thanks for coming on. Well, I, I, I have plenty of other cat. We didn't even get to most of the stuff I'd written down as notes. So, like, 
you'll be, you'll oh, well, what, what have you got? Let's see your... Oh, well, I was going to talk about how I ended up in an anti-mask protest accidentally a few weeks ago. You could Sorry. submit that. Next time. Next time, yeah, no, I'm or next time. Stay, yeah, stay tuned <laughs> next week. You'll find out how Matthew ended up in an anti-mask protest. Okay, well, that rounds us up for that episode. Thanks very much, Matthew, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> very stilted there. We might not have you back. Uh, thanks for exposing me as a Karen. Um, I'm sure you get plenty more stories like that from our adolescence. Yeah, you're quite a Karen. Um, remember, you can submit things. You can do it on email. That's whatisitnowkaren at gmail.com or Instagram. At whatisitnowkaren. We have a bit of a backlog just now, so keep them coming. Um, we're always looking for new content ideas. If you would like... You can leave us a review. Um on what I, I don't know oh, everywhere. Apple all we're, all, we're on all the yeah. stuff so wherever you get your podcasts ACAS, Spotify, YouTube Apple Podcasts leave us a review like, subscribe follow the Instagram um, and we'll listen again soon so that was episode 20 that's actually a bit of a landmark have a lovely week everyone that's coming out yeah. <laughs> we're not that nice to them bye okay bye 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 <laughs>